Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. This, I think, is our eighth show, and uh, this is the Spirit Sisters, and I am Shauna Glidden. My co-host, Debbie Surrett, is off uh, on an adventure of a new job and um, will be joining us in a few weeks. Uh, but right now, her focus is this new endeavor, and uh, we send her lots of love and light and know that this will be a magnificent part of her journey. Um, today, uh, we're going to talk about uh, wrapping up the um, power of the four directions and the medicine wheel, and um, we're going to talk about today the center of the wheel. And that is typically called the void. And um, we're going to talk about the void and the sacred laws of uh, attraction and repulsion and how to align to the center of the wheel and spirit as we are waiting for our dreams and our manifestations and intentions to arrive. Um, what we're going to do today is a bit of a, a veering off of our typical show because Debbie's not here. Um, uh, for those of you who are new listeners, uh, welcome. And those who are uh, regular listeners and are continuing to support the show, we are delighted. Um, what we will be doing, uh, or what I will be doing, will be to do what I always do at every show and create sacred space. And for anyone who's new, the reason I do that is it helps us to sort of let go of our everyday world and to come into that sacred space where we are able to find our center and to be able to listen with our full embodied self which includes our spirit so we when we do that we are able to find more out of our experience than just listening from our ears and our head um the uh, next piece that we'll do will be the goddess of the week and then i'm going to go right into talking about the teachings of the center or the void, and then I will um, share with you some teachings about the law of repulsion and um, show you how you can apply those in um, your everyday life and your daily practice and your spiritual practice to be able to maximize the success of your outcomes. Um, and if there's time, I will do a quick meditation with you to help you to align with the void. Um, but I'm not sure that we'll have enough time, but we'll see what happens. Um, so the first thing I want to do before I talk about sacred space is to say this has been quite an incredible several weeks and uh, particularly a very powerful time of waiting this week. Um, and I've talked to uh, several friends and, and people around me, and I'm finding that people have found that although this might have been, you know, somewhat of a positive week, uh, most people are in that place of, okay, where's the next step and when's that thing that I'm waiting on going to happen? When's that person going to make that decision? You know, uh, when's that new job coming? When, you know, you get the drift. Um, and typically what happens when we are in that period of um, waiting or an energetic, uh, energetic lull or something you would think that you are coasting or hovering or in limbo, you're actually not. Um, and that's what I'm going to speak to um, today. Um, you know, what we tend to do and what I've uh, talked to different people about their experiences about this week, um, these last several weeks actually, is that typically people go into fear that what they want isn't going to come or it's going to come in a way that they don't like or um, they don't have control and they're feeling anxiety. They 
They might be sleeping less. You know, there's an impact because it's really coming from a place of fear and uncertainty. And part of the struggle is that we then go into a place of resistance because we're focusing so much of our energy on that fear or uncertain place. Um, And where we put our energy is where our power goes. And where our power goes is where our ability to manifest our intentions go. So, you know, it's kind of like if your energy is open and you're fluid and you're not, you know, delighted that you have to wait, um, it's that energy of making us small and constricting us that's about um, that fear-based place or that needing to control when an outcome happens or how it happens. And a lot of people have been in that place this week. The flip side of that this week is there has been a lot of opportunities for people to learn more about their ability to know and their intuition and and to make something happen from that place as they wait rather than pushing the river. And, and you know, one of the things that's important to note is that that pushing and that constant having to know or not a minute of downtime, you know, when people are on their phones all the time or or they have to engage with people all the time or there's no balance in that place of engagement and disengagement is that the pushing and the need for control is a very masculine construct um, in an ancient way and in kind of like an old patriarchal way. Um, meaning, you know, if you think about the language that we operate from, you know, um, uh, science wanted to, you know, basically control the universe by knowing it and and taking the mystery out of it and that's the shadow part of science the beautiful part of science is it gets inside that mystery and allows it to be informing us about how to live within alignment of that world so it's a flip side so um if you have been struggling with waiting this week um this show is for you and if not take it into your uh arsenal of uh, your magic and your tools that go out in the world. So when periods of waiting happen, you can remember this and, and um, master this place in a way that you are in alignment and gain your energy um, in a more beautiful and um, more efficient kind of a way. So having said that, what I'd like you all to do is to settle yourself inside the space that you are in If you're driving a car, just be cognizant of what you're doing because this is a quasi-meditative state I'm about to bring us all into. Um, I want you to settle into that chair, um, you know, wherever you are and plant your feet on the floor. Um, Be aware of your body in that space and what it feels like on the chair or the couch or wherever you are as your feet Engage with the floor to keep you grounded. I want you to take three breaths that will begin at the bottom of your feet. And they're belly breaths like yoga. So they're pushing your belly out as you breathe in and pushing your belly in towards your spine as you breathe out. And this moves you into your body and out of your head. And that's getting you grounded in the space that you are, and that's how we begin all our practice. So as you settle, I want you to breathe in from bringing in all the energy of the bottom of your feet, up the front of your body, up all of your chakras, including your heart and your throat, your third eye and your crown, and cascading with an out breath, all that energy down the back of your body, out your feet, deep into the earth to connect with the roots of an ancient grandmother tree and ground. And again, breathe up through the front of your body, up, up, up to the crown of your head, out the back of your body, down, down, down your feet, deep into the earth to connect with the roots of that grandmother tree and ground. And one more time, 
up the front of your body, deep, powerful cleansing breaths, moving you out of the top of your head, down the back of your spine and your body, getting you deeper into your body, out your deep into the earth and to connect and ground with the roots of that grandmother tree. Beautiful. Now I want you just to allow yourself to keep being aware effortlessly of your in and your out breath as you allow yourself to be grounded as I call in the powers of the directions and make this sacred space. I call to the powers of the four directions and the four worlds of Grandmother Earth, to the ancestors of the highest light and good character that love us from always since always and now that are waiting for us to ask for their help and those who guide our every day and ourselves in all our dimensions. I call to you to come and open this space and protect this space as sacred space as we explore and find more of who we are. I call to the angels and the archangels of the light that love us, to Archangel Michael and to Gabriel and Raphael, to Shemuel and to Anu, the goddess of the light. And I call to the goddess and the great goddess and to Grandmother Earth and the womb of Grandmother Earth and the powerful, intuitive, mystery, magical place of female creation and knowledge. Come and be here now. Awaken our wombs that we may know that which is the wisdom we carry and the wisdom from always since always that we have been. Allow us to dig deep into that wisdom in alignment without fear to manifest the things that we need as we birth these sacred dreams. And a call to the great spirit and the power of the masculine, the divine masculine of empowerment and light, of protection of all things, in a place of grounded respect and alignment with the feminine, that there is oneness in this place. I call you into this sacred circle to protect this circle, each one of us in all that we do, especially as we birth and create and birth this creation. Come and be here now. I call to the little people, the Tililique, to Shilahe, Om and to the sacred fairies of the light to bring play and enjoyment as we delve into these topics with curiosity and a sense of adventure without fear and without limitations. I ask you to bring the light into the darkness of this sacred void and I call to you sacred void. This nothing, this everything, the place where all life begins and where all life returns. I call to you in the power of the mystery that lives within you, the possibility of all things, the magic and alchemy and the wisdom that resides there. I ask you to awaken us to this mystery and magic, to these teachings, to the power of this place. And to do this without fear, without our shadow, I call to you to bring that illumination into that dark place so we may make known what is unknown. Taliloquy, Tashilahe, Om and I call to you. O oh, sacred ones, and to the guides and the spirit guides of the light that love us all, this little one, dancing fire woman, sends a voice. I call to you to come and be here. Sacred Grandfather, come and be here now. There we go. That's better. And I invite you in this space before we begin to allow all your everyday thoughts and your struggles and anxiety and your to-do lists and the things that you feel you have to do, should be doing, or could be doing. I would ask you to either put all of that in a balloon above your head for safekeeping as we are together today or in a box outside the door knowing that you will get that after we are done. Come and bring your spirit, your soul, and your awakening into this space. Come and be here now. Well, sisters, can you feel that? 
There's power in this center place. Um, the goddess of the week that I have chosen is Serdwin, and she is a Celtic goddess of transformation. And I thought that was pretty appropriate for the topic that we're discussing today, the cauldron of inspiration and prophecy. So she is the keeper of that sacred cauldron, the place where we mix alchemical things, where we birth and create, and where we see with those prophetic eyes that which is before us. Um, And and she is this powerful Celtic goddess of transformation and change. And the key to all of this uh, topic is literally that, that we can transform and align with the changes that are necessary to manifest our dreams. So go out in nature or on your altar or simply sit in quiet contemplation and ask her to align with you and your heart space and for your heart space to align with her. Ask her to teach you in your waking and your sleeping dreams in a way that you understand what are the next steps of this process you are on, of the intending and the manifesting you are working with, in the way that you make meaningful change. Ask her to help you to do this from a place that is of ease, of that dharmic new place that's kind of aligned in the law of minimax, where you use the minimum energy for the maximum positive outcome that increases your energy field. And work with her as you transform. Ask her to bring you into the female divine cauldron of knowing and to allow you to use your cauldron and awaken your inner cauldron to manifest in a new and more efficient and positive way that literally increases your energy. And uh, play with that for a while and see what comes. Pay attention to the things that you're drawn to, you know, um, the energy and where it is and and your dreams in this time when you connect with her. Um, Because she will come and uh, she will help you with this transformative process. So, the void, the center, the nothingness. So, it is literally the center of the medicine wheel. Um, There are eight directions around that wheel, but I have only talked about four. Um, The non-cardinal directions are uh, catalysts. So they're the movers or the driver of the wheel, so to speak, if you were to think about it that way. And in the center, it's kind of like where everything is built on. So um, the sacred laws of the universe operate within the realm of spirit, but within our physical realm, you know, whether we're conscious of them or not. And, and we did a show about some of those sacred laws and you can find that, you know, in our list of uh, podcasts on our site. Um, But they impact our everyday as well as our spiritual self. And, and the key to this is it depends on how unconscious we are about them how they move in our lives, because it's like everything. It is energy and the laws of energy in the universe, in our physical realm, in our spiritual realm, and in the way that we engage with them, with our mind, our body, and our spirit, including our emotions. So it behooves us to know some of those so we can utilize and apply those when we are in times of manifesting when we are in times of turmoil when we are transforming and when we are waiting for the next step or something to come the key here is that uh, the positive life that we dream of that increases our energy and gives us things our hearts desire is um, the power of that is knowledge (coughs) sorry and wisdom And what coincides with that or corresponds with that is our actions 
and the choices that we make. So if we are conscious about how we have an energy body inside a physical body, inside a spirit, inside our emotional reaction and our mental thinking about those, and we are aware of the sacred laws of how those laws work, we can utilize and align with those to create more of what we want and less of what we don't want because we're not unconscious. So in the void... It is literally the foundation of everything in the wheel and everything in life. It carries with it unlimited possibilities. It's the chaos of creation and transforming energy and transformation. It is the place of the catalyst because of that chaos of all life where our energy or our chi, if you want to call it our rende, is birthed and connected to in that very deep place. It is the catalyst place, the void and the nothing where our sexual energy and our sexual self is anchored and connected and finds its way into creation in the universe, which can be creating from a sexual place with a partner or yourself, creating from a artistic place as in writing or music or art, creating as in cooking and baking, um, creating a business, uh, developing relationships. You can see the power of sexuality and that catalyst energy is a simply a creative force of life, which is our life force, which is what is typically called in some Spiritual circles are our rende, our chi, our shulakwe energy, our center, you know. And it is the source of the force that moves everything in our life. So the center is the natural sleeping place or birthing place or living place of that life force energy. So it is a place that is the totality of all life that births all things and the place where we return when we go back to spirit. It is the consciousness of everything in all worlds, including elementals, the trees, the rocks, the water, fire, us, um, spirit realm. It is the everything. It's that cosmic egg. It's what Stephen Hawkins calls the Big Bang. It is the center of all of that centrifugal force of life and life-giving force. And here it is the darkness where mystery lives, where the unknown lives, if you will. And, and what I would encourage and invite you to start to percolate and to cultivate is this idea of darkness not being evil or, or bad. That's typically, historically, a, a religious construct that divided the world into them and us, good and bad, God and the devil, and um, was a divisive perspective that I simply see and, and look at as um, part of the evolution of humanity because we had to be in unconsciousness and ignorance before we could know. So in a more evolutionary consciousness, a more clear consciousness, that allows you to align with the center is not looking at the darkness as bad or evil. And it really is a place of ancient gestation. You know, you think about the womb and um, as a woman, if you've had children, um, that it is a place that is dark because you can't see in there typically, <laughs> and uh, uh, without an ultrasound or whatnot. Um, and even then, it's pretty hard to see. Um, it is a dark environment in which a beautiful creational spark of light and love and an egg 
are birthed into a child and a being. It is that powerful, alchemical, mysterious place of the divine feminine that is beyond our conscious grasp at deep levels. It's concrete because, you know, we we bleed um, before you're menopausal. Uh, we, we have sexual experiences that are part of that place. We, we literally grow babies in that place. And, and so it's a concrete place, but it's an elusive concrete place. So it's very mysterious. So it, it has the power of that life force of all creation, as does the center and the void, that nothingness. When we look into it, we think it's empty, but it's full with unlimited possibilities. And it is that place where it is unknown to us until we make it known. So it's a conscious connection to that place that we have to strive to create. So it's that ancient place of gestation, of manifesting unlimited possibilities, where when we are in alignment to the void and that darkness without fear of it being bad or evil or that it's unknown and that uncertainty makes us have anxiety. When we are in alignment with that place, the outcomes that come from there increase our energy and give us an increased outcome that moves us towards more of who we really are and what we really want. When we are out of alignment or in fear of that place or needing to control the unknown or the timing of all that, that's when we are out of alignment and our energy is depleted and what we want is actually pushed away from us. So the key here is, you need to know that this place of darkness or this unknown or these uncertain times are natural, organic processes of creation. We live in a womb in darkness for nine months. And then we are out in the light as we are birthed into this conscious plane, ready for all these new learning opportunities. And as we are gestating in that womb, not only is our physical body growing and developing, but our spirit comes in. I think I, I was told somewhere after three months, our spirit comes into that, our body, and all that we know is in there. And we are gleaning more of the mystery as we gestate. And we forget when we are born what we brought with us, typically, and what we can activate in our everyday life. And unfortunately, we, we have lived in the West, particularly in an unconscious parenting way, where we have not been told how to develop our spirit and shown. And so, you know, our job, as I've said many times before, is to remember that powerful, unknown, mysterious knowledge that we carry that comes from every lifetime we've ever been in our DNA and our, you know, in the cells everywhere. So if we can move ourselves away from this concept of darkness where, you know, it's good and bad, where evil exists, we can begin to understand more deeply the power of this direction on the wheel and its ability to assist us to create, to gestate and birth our intentions and dreams without fear, but more from a place of curiosity, alignment and understanding. So this void place is literally where the sacred law of harmony resides. So when we are willing to be open into this center, this nothingness, we can allow ourselves to connect with the unlimited possibilities and outcomes that are available. That's when quantum physicists talk about, you know, multiple uh, um, realities and outcomes existing. That's where it lives in this place. And if we can relax into this place, we can consciously intend to allow that which we dream of to come and surrender the need that we have for control of how it comes, when it comes, what the outlook is, what the timing is. Once we do this, we will find, and instantly it happens, truly, believe me, it happens, that we are in a peace and harmony place. 
no matter how long that lasts, because we can go back up into our head. But if we can stay there more often, it allows us to be inside that flow of creation and all life, which will ultimately increase your energy and give you more power to attract what you really want as a conscious manifester rather than an unconscious victim. You know what? It's all about our knowledge and how we apply it. This is always a conscious choice, so we must choose to allow rather than resist change and the unknown. You can unpack the unknown. I mean, curiosity is part of that, but you can't be attached to having to know right now or in this way. You have to unpack it or um peel back the layers or feel it in your body and and move in the directions you're being guided by that curiosity without fear or control. It truly is that alignment and surrender place. And, you know, it is that with all things. And it is not surrendering your power. It's actually giving your power more energy to fuel it and fire it for your creations and your life. And you will know that you are in alignment with this energy or anything in life when your energy is increasing, when you feel good about something. When your energy is depleting, that person, that situation, or that endeavor is out of alignment, and you are out of alignment. So, That goal might be okay, but the way that you are going about it with your energy is out of alignment. So that's the whole point of um, a nature-based spirituality. It's truly aligning with the cycles and seasons in in nature. It's, It's aligning with the energies of all of nature and allowing yourself to receive the gifts and the knowledge and the magic and alchemy and the support from that place. This is the center because it is the foundation of all life and all creation. Basically, you have to allow yourself to die into and out of all that was old and no longer necessary. To be in in kind of what we would consider, I guess, being in limbo. That's the place where... Um, We're inside that deep, mysterious womb of great-grandmother Earth awaiting birth of our dreams. So whenever you feel the energy is uncertain or you feel stuck, you know, go out and go for a walk. You know, do a prayer. Do some yoga. um, Connect with a friend. You know, uh, do a meditation. Do something that moves you out of your head into your body and consciously feel your energy cords. Plug them in to the void or the center of Grandmother Earth and all of creation and the wheel of life. And and allow yourself to breathe into that space and be with that without fear. Keep doing that over and over again and you will move out of ego that's the place that always says, oh, you got to have a shoulda, woulda, and it better have come this way. Oh, it didn't come so, or it didn't come the way I wanted it, so it's not, you know, it's not, it's not good. And out of that good, bad place and into, you are guided and protected by spirit every day, but you are not aware. You are truly not aware. So it is important to use this to help with any change and transformation. And by understanding this, we can align with the sacred laws to help us on our journey. And one of the things that I truly love is um, the ability to understand deeper the sacred laws. Um, There's a law of repulsion and attraction. It's just a natural law of the universe. And in in spiritual terms, it's it's coming to the understanding that we are literally energy bodies and beings. And we vibrate at a particular rate, so to speak. So our energy has an energy field that's 
let's for fun, just for an example, to put a number on it. Say uh, our energy field goes from zero when we are not here. Well, I'm not even sure if it's zero when we're not here because who knows what our energy is in the other realm. So zero is the lowest point of energy. Let's put it that way. And 100 is, or 10 is the highest part of energy, okay, that exists, just for this example. And, you know, um, you have five arenas, physical, mental, spiritual, sexual, and emotional, that are part of the makeup of you. That's all of you in your energy field and your body, mind, and spirit. So in those arenas, you can be a two in one and a four in another. And then the average of all of those energies at any given moment in time makes you say a six or a seven. Let's say a seven. And then you're out in the world and something happens that scares you. And now your energy is three because you're not in alignment and you're, you know, dealing with something and you're not at your optimum. So um, something out in the world happens and you're delighted and your energy is now an eight or a nine. So your field is adaptive, your energy, and it changes based on those arenas. And ultimately you have an overall average energy. Okay. So people feel you in that energetic field, that number you're, you're vibrating at. And they are attracted to your energy or they're not. So one of the most wonderful teachings I ever received, and this made so much sense in so many ways, and it was incredibly helpful, and I've used it in lots of ways for my life and, and those that I love, is in this law of repulsion, technically, we can resonate or move in the same energetic circle of people with two uh, energy numbers higher or two energy numbers lower. Like you're on a ladder. So you're on a ladder, you can reach up two of those rungs and still be in alignment so you can resonate with each other. And two down, and you can still resonate with each other. And that's the law of attraction. So you're in that natural state of being where you can resonate with each other. And this happens with not just people, but with workplaces and with things. Okay? So this is true about all life. So when you, say, for example, go on a spiritual retreat or Let's not even say it has to be that big. You just go on an evening where you get some new spiritual information and teachings and you're excited and you're integrating that energy and you move up one more rung on your energy ladder in your field. Now, those people on the rungs that were two up and two down are now not able to resonate with your energy number and your energy field and your energy body, and the law of repulsion kicks in like two magnets, where if you hold two magnets towards each other, they naturally push away. That's the law of repulsion. And it can happen in any one of those five arenas, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, or sexually. Or it can happen in all arenas, depending on where you've moved and where they're at. Now, the key to this is you are at a choice point, and so are the people on the rung. You can let go of all that joy and all that positive energy and all that elevated teachings and the new knowledge you have and dismiss it and go back down the rung to meet the people on the bottom and the people on the top. So you're right where you were before. Or... Those people feel you differently and, you know, do something like they shift, they have an insight, they, you know, they could go up and you could still be in the same rung. Or you just continue to grow because that's your naturalness and that's what we are all supposed to do. And if they don't choose to elevate up, that the law of repulsion kicks in and they leave your life. 
You know, I've had this happen with people in my life who were friends before I really understood this. And I would go and do, well, actually, even my former life partner, um, my former partner, um, who I'm divorced from now, um, I would go and do these huge (laughs) ceremonial weeks or weekend workshops where I was in sweat lodges and people did energy work and I got teachings and I got my butt whooped about my shadow and, you know, like I moved a mountain and I would come home and my ex-husband would be off, like really off. And it's because he could feel the energy had changed in me, but he couldn't articulate it. So he thought, you know, this was a bad thing for me to go away or something happened that made me draw away from him, which was not actually the case in the way that he thought I was just growing and he just was not. And the more I did that, the less we could be literally compatible. And eventually, you know, we were divorced. I left and he could not move. And, and he did not move up that ladder for many, many years. So he had to have his own process to do that. So, and you know, my little one, my oldest daughter now, who's in her 30s, um, when she was little, so she would not know constructs the way we do, would have arguments and, and be difficult with me when I came back because she didn't know where mommy's energy was because how her energy would relate to my energy had dramatically changed because I changed. So it would take several days of reconnecting for her to feel me again and then it would be fine. I've had that with friends. Uh, this happens in workplaces. So you can go to a workplace. And, and you know, it's an interesting. I've been thinking a lot about workplaces these last few weeks and the dynamics and, and energy. And I've always said, always, that uh, workplaces are energy matrices, right? So when you are part of a workplace, and you begin a new job, your energy is somewhat compatible with that. And you have teachings that you can learn from that workplace and people in said workplace. And, and, and I also believe it's a really great place to, you know, get soul contracts, teachings out of the way, <laughs> good, bad, or indifferent. Um, and it's a place where we truly um, are a part of an energy that's bigger than ourselves. Even if you work in a pod by yourself, you know, or you're working at home with a company, you're still working inside that matrix. Make no mistake. So as you grow and evolve and say your workplace grows in a different direction or it just doesn't want to grow and it doesn't want to move and it's not responding to the needs of the company or the people or, or even the outside forces that are saying this is where change is happening, that energy becomes often incompatible with us. But we don't want to look at it that way because it's where we think we'll only make our income. And that's not true. Really and truly, I'm testament, living testament, that is not true. However, it doesn't make it easy for us because we go into that fear place. So think about the law of attraction and the center, like I told you. So you're in that workplace and it's changed and you've changed. And you're yearning for something more but there's no place to move in the company or the company's just not going in the direction that's good for you and where your energy is literally moving because you've grown and maybe you're, you're feeling small and you're doing more with less. So that's not, that's an energy of restriction. So literally what's happening is your energy is elevating up outside that two number and your vibration is different than the energy of your workplace. And it's bigger than just the boss, which typically is how it plays itself out, right? You get a boss that's an animal or, you know, disrespectful or unconscious or just not good um, or, you know, management's in that same place. Um, That's part of how it plays out. But it is truly on a very much larger scale. The energy of that workplace only has those people there because something is imbalanced about that and it is out of alignment. And, and really, I've talked to a lot of people lately 
who are in this place and, you know, have left workplaces from their choice or not their choice and really are feeling in this strange way a sense of relief because they're getting their energy back and now they're recognizing how incompatible their energy was with that place. So this is a very powerful time where we can all, if we are conscious enough, make those shifts out of places, even workplaces, that are not helping us thrive. Because this is a time where we can truly thrive. But you can't be in fear. You can't be in being small and restricted and thinking, oh, this is all there is. There is more, and in new ways perhaps, that you would not see coming if you kept trying to hold your energy in a smaller number, right, vibrating in a smaller number, so you're restricted, which is making the um, thing you want move away from you instead of move towards you. And if you're focused on this is a bad job, I hate it, I can't, you know, it's hard to get out of bed in the morning, then you are going to perfect the energy of hating that job and it's going to get worse. So to get out of that job or get out of the marriage or get out of or or even shift in the marriage or the friendship, you have to be real by aligning with the center, getting out of fear, allowing yourself to make that unknown known without needing to control it, aligning with that law of attraction by seeing where you feel attracted and to whom and to what breadcrumbs to follow to the, you know, to the big hoo-ha thing. That's the next step. So when you are in this place of fear of what's the next step, or you can't see it, and, and it gives you that pause or anxiety, breathe deep into your own womb. Ground, connect your energy in your womb to the center of creation, to the wheel, and breathe and pray for please show me the next step in a way I understand. You know, and, and allow yourself to move forward. So this teaching is important to know because of this energy vibration you possess and continue to expand and contract and, and evolve because when you're in alignment, you gain that energy, and that's what attracts you to people and places as part of the journey that nourishes you and your dreams. And when you're out of alignment, remember, that's what's depleting your energy. And look at that in, your, in the arenas in your life. So going back to the void in the center, this means that when we are in creational alignment with that unknown place, we will be able to increase our energy and the possibilities of all things, including new possible outcomes we wouldn't have seen. And if you are afraid or in need to push the timing of something you're waiting for, you'll be depleting that energy and pushing away, as I said, that very thing that you want. And it won't come until you release the fear and the need for control. So it is about accepting that everything has divine timing and being open for this action is a matter of choice, always choice, that moves the energy of your dreams towards you in that law of attraction or being unconscious or being in victim mode where it moves you out. So remember, being in touch with your own body's feelings and emotions allows you to have the roadmap into where you are in the moment to breathe into that and do something that gets you out of that negative, depleting energy place of fear or control or whatever you're running. Consciously getting into the possibility of the unknown and to where your intuition is really trying to talk to you, where your guides and your angels and your ancestors are trying to talk to you. Ask your ancestors that love you, that are of the light, to come and teach you in your dreams what is the next step in a way that you remember when you wake up. Pray to them for guidance and ask them to work on your behalf to do that. And do an offering when you do that. Tobacco, water, fruit, 
flowers, honey. Speak to them. And it's it's a very powerful thing uh, to have an ancestor altar for that. And it can be as simple as a picture of the ancestor you resonated with the most before they passed. And nobody else on that uh, altar, they have to be passed. And a glass of water or a little container of water that you replenish every day and a candle that you light every day. And just pray and ask for their guidance and their help. And it will divinely come. It will come in ways that you could only have imagined and lots of ways you couldn't. So this is a place of personal empowerment. And I invite you to explore the deepest parts of the unknown. And we're coming to the end of the show, and I would like to close the circle. So I call to all that I have called to today, the ancestors of the light that love us, the power, the four directions, the four worlds of Grandmother Earth, the standing tree nations, the sacred angels and archangels and our spirit guides, the Teliloquy, Tashilahe, Omatakuyasin, the little people, the fairies and the queen of the fairies of the light that love us, the mystery and the magic of the void in the center and all the directions on this wheel. I thank you all for coming to be with us today and I ask you, as we move out into the world, help us to reclaim this knowledge and connection to you. Show us the way for the next steps that are gentle and loving and nourish us and bring us more energy and that which we truly want free from the things that we no longer need and want and that do not serve us anymore. Make it gentle and effortless. May you be blessed wherever you are. I release you from this circle. Aho, ashe. May you be blessed. All right. Please feel free to visit uh, my, web, or my website, The Peaceful Paradox. .ca, uh, our Facebook sister, Spirit Sisters Facebook page and my Facebook page, The uh, Peaceful Paradox. And uh, our Gmail, uh, please feel free on our Facebook page. You can contact us through email. We'd love to hear your feedback about how this is or isn't working for you um, and um, any topics that you particularly have an interest in. And um, we, again, thank you for connecting with us. And remember that even though we are in different places in the world, we are all sisters and we are connected in that interconnected web of life. So have a great week. Happy manifesting and take care. And um, I hope that you find your way into that unknown in the most beautiful way. We'll see you next week.